say anything sensitive like you saw. Uh, all right. Got these babies. Ooh. They're going to give me heartburn. Like, I love the like I would believe. I love a good Northern European beer heartburn. Oh my God. <laughs> You'll get there. Uh, what am I doing over here? I was doing something. I was messaging something. I don't know. Um, yeah. It's a fucking crazy year. Mm-hmm. I, uh, we, we keep the Discord pretty uh, active as far as like taking uh, events into account. There was only one major event on the that wasn't on the Discord that I was surprised nobody posted about, but probably because it actually technically happened the year beforehand, but we'll get to it because I uh, made sure to mention it. Um, car camp, what do you... Oh, there he is. There he is. We're live, Car. You're late. We're live and you're late. We're live and you're as, late, As per usual. Oh, my God. Listen to his voice. Yes. You hear his voice? Yes. <laughs> Yes. You He's know what? Like, oh, just you gotta just keep it. Don't change, change your audio. You're perfect settings. just the way you, you are. Like this. <laughs> so good. Tell me all about Bitcoin, please. All right, does this is what most Bitcoiners sound like? All right, you're there. There you are. Sounds so good. I, I brought, I made a traditional in. drink, uh, my usual drink of a Manhattan. Ooh. I also had Hell, yeah, a nice. friend who who was a girl bring over some off ice. So I do have, yeah. I have that, I have that sitting. You got that in the back. Those okay. faces, that's the bad kind of heartburn. I will not. Oh, I know. If I if I have this, I will have I will have to quit podcasting and go straight to throw up like immediately. Really? <laughs> oh, dude, my heartburn would be like out of. Dude, control. we were just talking about that. Aaron just yeah. mentioned heartburn. And actually, she we're so, so white. <laughs> yeah, I know. yeah. We need some calcium, dude. You need to have some calcium in your diet. You need yeah, to start eating eggshells, like eggshells. Yes, yeah, Steppy. Eggshells, yeah. rollades. Yeah, I have a thing of Tom's like in my car, but at my bed stand yep. and like yep. everywhere. <laughs> know it. Yes, yeah. me too. I carry it around you my backpack. If yeah. you're if you're white and and over the age of twenty five, heartburn's coming. Heart, if you haven't had it yet, you. the silent killer. <laughs> <laughs> Millions per year, um, man. So I was just saying, we keep a pretty active Discord. We have a lot of people who contribute to it. We had the whole "This Is It" section for twenty twenty one. So I got a chance to look through that. It's a fucking crazy year. A lot of stuff happened. So I got a timeline for us just to kind of get us going. Uh, feel free to stop me at any time. Um, stop. By the way. Uh, there he is. Stop me. There by the is. way, I'm broadcasting live from the greatest city in America, Miami, Florida. Miami. I've officially hit the ground. I've moved. As you can see, I got the whiteboard up. This We're going to get a lot of use out of this bad boy. Hell I'll tell yeah. you what. Love it. I'm going to love I, it. You know the first thing I wrote on here? The N-word. That's what I wrote. That was <laughs> inaugural. That's what I wrote. So You're we in Florida. Are you can do that now. That's right. That's right. That's the man. first time ever living in a Republican district in a Republican state. It's a really interesting time. I don't know how or why, but it's been very interesting. I got a new routine car. Let me get this. So okay. I had to drive down I-95. It was a hell of a trip. I just missed that snowstorm hey, by one day. Oh, did you? I-95, yep. I travel that every fucking day, and I hate it. It stinks. It's the worst highway I've ever been on. However, 
I enjoy parts of it. I got to see the south of the border, North South Carolina. Yep, absolutely. Repping Pedro, that was a wonderful thing. I missed uh, the snowstorm. My favorite state out of all the ones I went through, South Carolina. Why? <laughs> Didn't see a house, and uh, I saw five or six Jesus loves you signs. That's God. the winner for me. Not North that's Carolina, man. Wow, that's a, that's North a, Carolina no. was number two, man. I stayed okay. in Fayetteville, and uh, the interesting thing about Fayetteville was when we hit the uh, hotel, um, we asked, uh, you know, is our car like going to be good out there? And the lady in her very charming North Carolina accent, which I love so very much, went, yeah, we got a security guard out there. And also you're on the good side of Fayetteville. So, <laughs> so that's a good way to enter a Fay- city. Fayetteville, also known as Vietnam. Vietnam. And, and what was it? The Big Six or what, what was the other name for it? The Nine Dime? The Nine Dime, I think, is the other uh, term uh, for it. Definitely could be, yeah. It's, oh, it's whatever. They got a lot of terms there. Um, but yeah, that was great. Delaware, most beautiful state that I saw in the Delaware's game, cool, man. Unbelievable state, man. Rolling mountainous hills. Amazing. Did I ever place. did I ever tell you when I went to the pumpkin chunk in there in uh, like 2011? I think we might have talked about this, but yeah, you could was, definitely say that, was, that story again. That was very, I don't even really remember a whole lot of it, but like my it was it was a good time. That's a good ass time. If anybody has a yeah. chance to hit Bridgeville, Delaware in the lower slower, baby. The lower slower. <laughs> it was a hell of a drive, dude. Took me 22 hours and two days to do it. It was really yeah. brutal. Yeah. I arrived in Miami late in the evening. It was a triumphant arrival. I've been building because I'm poor. Ikea furniture. Don't judge me. I love the stuff. It's fun yeah. to build stuff, too. I love that stuff. Is that, Aaron's phone? is that Aaron's phone? You know it sure is. It, is. Wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a new year without a phone call on the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> yeah, you're not even you're not even gonna kill my vibe. I got the Dos Equis handy. Um, I got a lot of shit to talk about here, so let's let me just get right into it. Um, I have done, but by the way, I have filled out the form. So if you oh, skip yeah. over categories, uh, I will be skipping over categories. So you, yeah, I, I will be skipping right. over categories. There were several because... outright jokes on the category list. It's I not filled it out nonetheless. I filled it out nonetheless. Well, I take the glue is very seriously. The, I filled the it out. elf. The elf put this list together based on all of the gluey categories that we ever had before. I haven't even introduced the glueys yet. We're not at the glueys yet. Take it easy. We'll get there. We'll argue about it in time. I'm going to give you the timeline first. So timeline this year was particularly crazy, and it started off with a bang. On January 6th, the nation experienced the grandest tragedy ever to befall its pearly doorways since 9-11. Thousands died when terrorists flooded the Capitol building. 11 senators were slaughtered. (laughs) Dozens of janitors flayed alive. It was a truly (laughs) terrible tragedy. And it wasn't long after that, with the assistance of the very weird and evil Adam Schiff, that they began writing the Confronting the Threat of Domestic Terrorism Act. The bill died in the judiciary, but they were ready to bring it out. Anybody who even said one word about the positivity of such an event, they would be going right to Gitmo, which wasn't closed by Obama. Biden continued the hit parade and on January 20th, just days after he entered office, he issued a nationwide mask mandate along with 16 other executive orders. The largest act of government overreach in recent history that also happened to be the largest whiff, the mask mandate barely held up before being basically completely ignored by any states that had any sanity left. But the hits just kept coming by this time the retards started to take uh, hold. The Reddit channel, Wall Street Bets, oh, surged yeah. GameStop stocks uh, with the biggest middle finger 
to the very fake and controlled stock market, forcing millions of dollars in bailouts to prevent big criminal companies from going under, and the SEC never to fail in protecting the very worst of the worst of the wealthy. Criminals, stock manipulators issued an investigation that sought to punish the coordinators of Wall Street bets and their coordinated stock shorting. I don't know where that went. Hopefully nobody got actually point of order. They did actually drive one hedge fund legitimately broke despite the bailouts. Let's go. Let's go. Remember January 6th? Just talked about it moments ago. Well, by mid-February, the federal government underwent the largest manhunt in American history, searching out the vile terrorists who had dared disrupt the sanctity of our sacred office. Except, uh uh-oh, turns out that several of the major organizers and leaders of the event were working for the FBI. (laughs) Thomas Caldwell, who was working with the Oath Keepers, a bunch of feds in their own right, was charged and later recent, uh, released scot-free when it was discovered that he had deep connections with the FBI. And it only got weirder for old Joe there. You boys will probably take great pride, as I do, in remembering that 2021 was the year where we really became the number one Joe Biden tracking podcast yes, in sir. America. How? Well, we suspected it for a long time. If you'll recall before the inauguration, Joe really wasn't all there for months during the campaign trail. He was barely cognizant, not really paying much attention at all. And he could barely string a sentence together. They did manage to drug him up just enough during uh, the debates uh, with amphetamines that he managed to uh, stand hold against Donald Trump. But, Shortly after he secured his victory through illicit means, he really started to dematerialize. You boys will recall TLE started an absolute firestorm on the Internet when we were the ones to reveal the fact that Joe Biden had no hands. That's right. Not even one hand. And that's all the body doubles, not just not just not one. None of them have hands. Well, you got one body double without hands. You can't have others. No hands. No hands. They found four handless guys that look exactly like Joe Biden, who died six years ago. Anyway, (laughs) all of his body doubles are just as fake as Joe Biden. (laughs) Literally true. Literally during our fact checker is pause. (laughs) Pause. Fact check. True. True. Literally true. During a conversation uh, on the White House lawn which definitely wasn't on the White House lawn. It was in a green screen studio. Biden had a slip of the wrist. It's hard to describe, (laughs) but listeners will remember the very weird incident of his hand going in front of and behind the boom microphone. That's where it all began, guys. That's where TLE really got its its, its go-ahead, only a few episodes in. Also in 2021, we finally got confirmation from official news media that adrenochrome was very real, a very effective thing. That's right, in April... Buzz started going around about the conversation regarding the blood of young people. If you'll recall, Silicon Valley biotech startups began publicly hacking the aging process using the blood of young people, a weasel phrase if I've ever heard one, young people, in order to physically turn back the clock of our aged overlords. And let's not forget the gun control laws. The Biden administration effectively tried for months to bring the hammer down on ghost guns and curb homemade firearms. If you're counting Biden failures, it should be a four or five by now. In fact, in a semi-related way, Biden also failed on his intentions to expand the, the Supreme Court. I'm sure you remember that hubbub. Rest in peace to Prince Philip, who died at the ripe age of 99. And to quote our good friend Anna on the day of Prince Philip's death, she wrote, quote, I absolutely do not believe he was a living human being before today. It's very true. And another friend of ours who joins us today, the very prescient pause, 
had an excellent tweet in our event tracking Discord channel. Quote, do you remember that time when we had a shooting every day to distract us from the fact that Biden is actively trying to start a war over the Ukraine? We do, pause. Here at TLE, we do. He hasn't gotten it yet, but it does seem like every day we seem to inch closer and closer to that war. Although in this January of 2022, it does seem like war could break out in several places. Here's a crazy story. Uh, I'm not even sure if we covered this at the time. Russia's defense minister began a program whose mission statement went, we want to dig up 3,000-year-old corpses of Scythian horse riders and extract their DNA so we can clone them in order to turn them into soldiers in the Russian army. It's crazy stuff. I had an absolute field day with that one. Love it. I haven't seen any updates on it yet, but money was put towards this program. Hopefully it just got funneled away into some fucking building program, but I don't even know. No, I hope that's literally what they're doing with it. Did you say twenty-two? Are you talking about like the the Scythian Empire or Scythian Empire? Correct. Yes. Yeah, correct. The nomadic horse horse lords lords are coming back. I didn't even write this one down, but we're going to get onto some China stuff. We love China here at this podcast. Absolutely. But... Evergrande defaulted and defaulted hard. We are have yet to really see the effects of unfortunately. this in 2022. Very yeah. unfortunately. 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 Yeah. We right. tried to cover it up here at TLE for a long time, but we it, tried. We even sent money over to Evergrande yeah. trying try and float that debt. Go fund but, me. Yeah. You know, you know how it is. So but it that goes. happened as well. Still, we're only in April, however, and we discovered the nefarious news of Chinese compromised scientists. Yes, that's right. It's hard to believe. The National Institute of Health was investigating at least 500 federally funded scientists who were believed to be compromised by China and other foreign powers. Yes, over 90%. Believe to be. I know. Listen, Western American dog man lie. I know. All that. (laughs) Yes. Over 90% of the scientists in that investigation had received money from the Chinese government. Compromised in this case means things like intellectual property theft and other medical secrets. China has a right to these things, in my personal opinion. Um, The National Association of Realtors found that at least 40 million Americans were behind on rent as of January of 2021, with that number increasing to 65 million in April. The total amount of rent that was estimated was between 70 billion and 90 billion dollars. Many landlords still have not received any of the funds uh, for their agreed upon payments. Fights over national eviction bans raged for months, finally dying out in courts about half of the way through the year in May. Texas banned abortions as early as six weeks. This started a fire. And it's always interesting that incidents like this are the ones that make a clear divide between libertarians every single time, whereas the two mainstream parties remain completely steadfast in their beliefs. Libertarians are the true centrists. Later in May, it was revealed in court that two Bureau of Prisons workers tasked with guarding Jeffrey Epstein the night he was killed in a New York jail had admitted they falsified records but they were able to skirt any time behind bars under a deal with federal prosecutors. (coughs) The prison workers, Tova Noel and Michael Thomas, I know, or something, were accused of sleeping and browsing on the internet instead of monitoring Epstein the night that he took his own life in August of 2019. They were charged with lying on prison records to make it seem like they had made the required checks on Epstein when he was found dead in his cell. And let's remember the New York medical examiner ruled it as a suicide. And we're moving on. Okay. (laughs) Vindication first came to us in late May 
when Vox, the most enthusiastic mouthpiece of the reptilian overlords in office, admitted a massive and embarrassing fumble. Here, the first tweet back in March, I'll read. <clears throat> in a public health crisis, conspiracy theories are a distraction. It's our collective responsibility to stay focused on keeping each other safe. And no, coronavirus didn't start in a Chinese lab. Womp womp. Now, we don't believe that it did that. By the way, the lab is American in China. It's an American yeah. lab in China. China did nothing wrong. Anyway, two months later in May, Vox tweeted, Clarification. Since this piece was originally published in March of 2020, scientific consensus has shifted. Please see the editor's note below. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> the editor's note reads that experts believe that the lab leak theory finally warrants an investigation. These people are literally evil, but everyone listening already knows that. More vindication. Carcamp, it's specifically to you, who's been really on this for years now, just really pounding the pavement on this. Vindication came to all of us early in June when El Salvador became the first country to adopt Bitcoin as a form of legal tender. The legislation was signed into law by Naib Bukele, which is not an El Salvadorian name. I still don't quite understand that. However, I'm not going to think too much about it. Carr, any thoughts as the resident Bitcoin guy here? Are you stoked? Do you expect uh, more countries to fall chuffed into or chuffed. I'm, chuffed I'm, or chafed? I'm chuffed uh, in principle, chafed in execution. Fair enough. That's fair. That's fair. You know, speaking of that, if I can digress just a moment. Please. Uh, relevant to 2021 news, did anything ever come of that fault in their nationally provided Bitcoin wallets where their funds were just disappearing? <laughs> I didn't even I don't, know that happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I, I don't I don't know if that what exactly happened there. I mean, the biggest concern that I have is that they're that they're custody. It looks like they're custodying all of their their nation's Bitcoin with a U.S. based company. <laughs> So, yeah, wow. well, that's why I was wondering because people just yeah. end up losing their funds and yeah, government provided I mean, custodial wallets. It, it's all going to it's, it's all going to go to U.S. Spooks at some point if they do not. Let's go, that. let's go. We're U.S. Spooks. We work for China. This is that's good. Right. Yeah, this is so good. It's coming our way. It's our GoFundMe. Well, that was that was June, by the way. Yeah. In July, things were really starting to fall apart for the vaccine regime. The U.K.'s official health services revealed that sixty percent of hospitalized corona cases were people who had received at least two doses of the vaccine. This was just a few months after the vaccines were made widely available, which is a massive womp womp. I think my numbers here could be off, but we're at like 90% of people who are getting these extreme cases were double vaccinated. We're at those numbers, if you can trust those numbers at all, a massive womp womp. August brought us Joe Biden's most embarrassing moment of all, probably the thing that he will be remembered for more than anything else, generally, not just in our squad, just generally, the disastrous evacuation of Kabul and Bagram Air Base. U.S. intelligence agencies revised an estimate that Kabul's fall from 90 days was going to go to 72 hours, and it ended up being more like 24 by the time the city fell. September brought us into some weirdness. That's right. I don't know how we didn't cover this, but in Japan, actually, let me take a sip first. Japan had researchers reveal that COVID-19 may potentially cause a very tragic illness known as restless anal syndrome. <laughs> what? Wait, that's, what? That's right. 
Restless Anal Syndrome is not the name of Brad Palumbo's alternative Instagram no, account. Okay. No, okay. <laughs> it oh, is God. the name of a neurological condition that may increase people's urge to poop. This new condition named Restless Anal Syndrome comes from a lone case reported by an unnamed 77-year-old man in Japan who experienced, quote, deep anal discomfort after recovering from the virus. But things only got weirder in September when TLE officially broke the news that everyone's favorite purple mascot from McDonald's, Grimace, was actually a giant taste bud. Forgot about that. Really makes you think. Mm -hmm. October brought us a bunch of lightning topics. New York officials overestimated children's death from coronavirus by 837,000. Superman came out of the closet and started a relationship with a male friend. Honeybees went extinct in eight states. Australia went full dictatorship mode. And inflation really began to twist the knife. Here's some numbers on inflation. By October of 2021, prices increased as follows. Rental cars, 43%. Gas, 42%. Used cars, 24%. Bacon, 19%. Hotels, 18%. Beef, 18. Pork, 13. Eggs, 13. TVs, 13. Kids shoes, 12. Furniture, 10. New cars, 9. Chickens, 8. Apples, 8. Restaurant prices, 5. And electricity, 5%. Bad stuff, and it's only going to get worse. Start buying Bitcoin, silly people, if you aren't already. November brought us into the metaverse. That's right. Just as Klaus Schwab had predicted when he said, quote, the internet would become the metaverse, Mark Zuckerberg created a brand new company, shifted all of Facebook's assets in order to avoid the devastating lawsuits that were coming his way, and developed a new brand, a new pod entertainment system, if you will, in the form of the metaverse, which is something that I still have never seen a demo for. I've never seen an explanation of. I don't There's know what a it video looks like. out there. There's a video out there of a porpoise, a robot, and three human avatars playing blackjack on a space station. They do have a trailer video out there. That it's is wild. not a TLE skit. Yeah, yeah. that sounds like the beginning of a really bad joke. All right, so get this. Okay. It is, Mark. It is we'll get really to the bad, bad jokes. Yeah, yeah we're, we're going to come be, around. We're the punchline. It's line. a really bad joke, man. Yeah. It's a bad joke. November also brought us a not guilty verdict in the Kyle Rittenhouse case, which had occupied the airways for months and months leading up to it. Rittenhouse was on trial for shooting and killing people, including a pedophile, which is my segue to get us into the meat of December. The Ghislaine Maxwell show trial was in full effect by December. Trial tracker accounts were banned. Names were not named and investigations were not made. Nobody was surprised by this. She was eventually found guilty on five of six counts, including trafficking and enticement. Still hasn't been given a penalty as of the recording of this episode, but she faces 40 years. I have no comments on this because it's deeply tiresome and an obvious issue that wasn't going to be solved by a trial. Mm -hmm. Nearing the end of the year, right back where we started, the very criminal and evil Dr. Fauci admitted on CNN, even though he had admitted this years ago, he also did in December, before his current stage of employment, of course, that masks were ineffective and just a mechanism to get people to comply with vaccination. Yes, they admitted this all to scare you, You knew that already, and so did everyone else who's worth saving. Those who still think that masks uh, work can now choose between Robert Kennedy or Anthony Fauci, both of whom have the exact same opinion about masks, which is, to me, absolutely wonderful. And there it is. I probably missed a lot. I, In fact, I know I did, but that was your Timeline Earth official timeline of events for the year of 2021. Overall, 
I rate the year a seven out of 10 for podcasting. We hit the skids a few times, had a few scheduling issues. I think Aaron showed up to maybe 25 episodes that year, which is a blessing and a curse, depending on how you feel on a given a new record. <laughs> 2021 was a big year for TLE. In fact, it was the first year of TLE. Right. Long timers and OGs will recall friends against government. This is the exact same show that you're listening to right now. It morphed into the beautiful butterfly known as TLE. We had to do what Mark did. We kind of shifted fun. We were getting a lot of lawsuits, kind of shifted it over. Yeah, dodged you know, Dive. Overall, TLE soared <laughs> to new heights. More listeners than ever. Patreon dollars from our lovely over the liners who we adore. And sub shows galore. I think Paz and maybe Carr managed to do their sub show every week. I know Paz did. Carr, maybe you. Aaron and I, I we got some work to do. The has a problem. What the fuck is going on? What is going Aaron? on? <laughs> Well, no, anyway. you're, you're talking about so you're talking about the metaverse and oh, yeah. the, oh, yeah. the funniest, the funniest thing someone. I have ever seen like this this for 2021 was yeah. that video of like they're all at some party and there's this guy like like picking up like this cocktail drink this like fucking tropical cocktail drink and feeding some girl and like <laughs> and like, and like touching like touching her and all that oh, and, uh, God. The, guy, the girl's like please go away please go away and then like <laughs> the guy's like laughing and like keep keep it on doing it and then this guy comes up behind her's like hey bro leave her alone <laughs> <laughs> we will always so you, have our white nights so you felt we'll compelled to, to watch that while we were recording <laughs> no i wanted I, I just wanted to find it oh, okay i love it i love it <laughs> i want to link it in the chat <laughs> Let's look Call. forward to 2022, gentlemen. Carr, I believe you're the one who came up with this, but I am officially dubbing 2022 the year of the moose. That's right, the year of the moose. Listeners in 2022, we promise to be relentless, to go hard, and to stay hard, really hard. We will I already continue. dubbed it the year of the moose, you dick. You did? I did. <laughs> All right, Aaron has dubbed it the year, and he's hard. You can see how hard he is right now. He's very hard. He's very, you can yeah, trust us, listeners. Red. We are red professionals. <laughs> With that, fellows, it is my distinct pleasure to welcome you all to the Gluey Awards of 2022. On this episode, we'll do things a little differently than last year. The Elf was kind enough to hook us up with some topics, which we figure we will converse around in a reverse order. Uh, we'll end with the worst. Probably won't even best. use them. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. We'll, we will end with the clown of the year and the king of the year awards. Listeners, remember, there are no winners here unless at least two of the hosts agree on a person, in which case there is a winner. Really, though, in the end, if you're here now listening with us, enjoying the podcast, you're the loser. In fact, we're all losers. Everyone lost this year. So let's be losers together and look at some award show topics. Let's begin with a simple topic. The best Twitter newcomer. We can sprinkle some love here. I have a lot of names. I really can't pick between one or two of them. I think, Carr, we actually might have agreed on this We one. did. We didn't, even, we didn't even have a basket of Twitter users. We just agreed on one. <laughs> we just agreed on, on, on one. I'm going to give a few, sprinkle a few out, uh, and then the rest of you can go. Uh, to back, and to back up, this is also just, I think, broadly speaking, we're, we're, this is new Twitter users, and it can be tw new Twitter users to in-group, even if they've been on Twitter for several years. Yes. Yeah, it's just if I have seen them for the first time this year, because yep. we give the awards out and control. We are the masters of our own reality. We give the award out this year. I got a few names. First of all, Jinx, Crack Connoisseur on Twitter. What an artist. Incredible guy. Um, 
We also have Radical Dagoists. Love Radical Dago. Our Dagoists. Go follow me. He didn't show up in 2021, but he's been on my timeline that year. He's one of the best. Then we have at Runechi. That's Loon. We have Grant from the Contra Gentiles podcast. That's actual Grant. My winner at Gnome Child 19. Gnome, one of the best fish posters of all time, dude. Just if you like vigorous. fishing. Vigorous fish poster for you. If you like yes. fish, man, mm-hmm. he's the guy. So gnome, yep. you're taking that award home for me. Car, you too. Yep. That was mine. Wow. That was gnome was mine. Yep. Amazing stuff. Aaron. I'll, I'll third that. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you, uh, pause. I did not have a nominee for this category. These people had either been around on my timeline or I don't know who they are. So, so uh, then that's a immediately yeah. a, a win for gnome. He might be yep. taking home the only actual award. Uh, from all of this great stuff let's just move right along then to meme of the year best meme of the year um i want to give an honorable mention to william knight tiktoker extraordinaire if you're hearing this william then you already know there's no such thing as a coincidence i also must give a shout out an official one to ryan of kalamazoo we learned not to mess with this guy back in June because he builds 900 pounds gazebos. And he means business. So Hell thank yeah. you for the laughs, Ryan. For me, the war, the award for best meme of the year is going to go to the Southern Florida natives, the infamous and wonderful Island boys, Kodiak oh, Red yeah. and Fly Soldier. Hell you guys yeah. get the award. Clark Camp it. Yeah. So uh, this one, I expanded this to be any kind of mimetic material, uh, regardless of medium. Um, This one for me, in terms of what brought me the most joy, what I've consumed the most times end to end uh, on on repeat. This is uh, the Trump video set to the weekend's blinding lights. That (laughs) is probably my favorite thing I've ever seen in my life. I've watched it so many times. It's it's really, really incredible. I just really enjoy it. Like it's, 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 it's just really great. Somebody, somebody spending that much time to do that, you know, just to get it right. uh, You know, it just brings me a lot of joy. Amazing stuff. Uh, Aaron, who's your, what's your meme of the year? I'm going to have to go with the Island boys as well. There's just so much Let's material go. there. It's been, it's been rehashed and repurposed so well. And um, I, I got to go with them. What a great, that's a great pick, man. I, I, I agree. In fact, pause. Wombo. Wombo. Yeah, course. you're a big fan of that. Yeah. Killing I it love with it. Wombo. Love so it. Wombo is, can you explain as I get a beer, can you explain Wombo and your theory, your, your kind of, I would love to and Wombo. Please do. I can hear so you. Wombo is an app that's been released this past year and it lets you essentially take uh, it's supposed to be selfies. It's supposed to be pictures of yourself, but it rarely is and allows you to set them to an ever expanding list of songs. And it will then use an AI program to make the still picture sing the song. And now the beautiful thing is here. They've got a lot of cruddy meme songs. I'm not a big fan of. But they've got a lot of really cool classics in there. And with the right set of pictures, you can do some insane stuff with it. Not everyone's familiar with the name Richard Galen. He was an ex-Nazi general who basically started the Cold War by selling intel to both the Soviets and the Americans. This app gave me the ability to take his picture and make it sing 99 Loof Balloons by Nina. <laughs> oh, wow. And if you that's can't appreciate just how perfect that yes, is. Yes, that's very good. Yeah, I know that's just the tip of the iceberg. 
I've got Jack Parsons saved on my phone singing video killed the radio star. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Wombo, hands down. Yeah. That's good. That's that's excellent. Let's let's move right along to the next category then. The ah, uh, this one's excellent. The moose moment of the year. Fellas, you know what? Let me step aside. I think I, I've got a great one. Carp, you first. Let, let's hear your. <clears throat> sure. Yeah, I'll go. I, I can. I can uh, spearhead this. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna name my moose moment, and then I'm gonna read a little uh, blurb from Wikipedia describing. Oh, okay, I thought you describing... were gonna pick the same one. I have a blurb too. <laughs> well, maybe we'll see. Let's blurb it up and see if we, they right. they relate. So uh, my moose moment is going to it's gonna, it's going to be a collection of several moments, but it's going to be the 2021. A summary uh, action report from Joe Biden's dog, Major. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) On March 8th, 2021, Major and Champ, Biden's other German shepherd, were temporarily moved to live with a family friend in Delaware after a minor incident in which Major nipped a security guard. The dog shit itself? Oh, wait, wrong dog. (laughs) (laughs) That's the fake one. Uh, Major has been known for displaying agitated behavior on multiple occasions in the past, including jumping, barking, and charging at staff and security. Joe Biden noted in, in, in an interview that the bite did not penetrate the skin. They returned to the White House on March 24th after Major received some training, including training on how to live with a future cat the Bidens are adopting in the White House. On March 30th, Major was involved in a second biting incident at the White House, having bitten a National Park Service employee during a walk. That's my moose moment. That's excellent. That's truly excellent. Uh, Aaron. So my moose moment was just in general, uh, Texas implementing the six week abortion law. And <laughs> just, that, that's it. Let's go. <laughs> moose, yeah, hell yeah. Moose and, pretty and, much and half the moose, country. And you moose several of our listeners right there. I like that. That's great. <laughs> Pause. The boomer uprising January Ooh. 6th. Let's go. That was a great moment, man. Great moment for boomers. That was a great moose moment. What'd you like so much about it? I just love the fact that a bunch of meme-addled middle-aged cat <laughs> moms stormed the Capitol. It was yeah, beautiful. Dude. Between so that good. and the overweight three percenters and everyone else that showed up, you know, forget the glowies. There's a lot of stuff that was going on in the background there, but the way they chose to disguise it, using facebook addicts perfect loved everything about it dude so good um jesus i got a lot here um there okay so the next one up and i actually i can't believe i forgot to put this down but um my moose moment it was kind of two moments uh if you will okay um, so uh, the, the, the first, the, and this is really going to be my award. Actually, no, I, I'll save it for the next category. In fact, it's perfect for the next category. This is my moose moment of the year. There's, there, there was no question in my mind when I wrote this. Now I have a question. However, the moose moment of the year has to go to one man and both of his balls. That's right. El Pulpo, the checkmark oh. abuser oh. is taking home the award for the moose moment of the year for showing his balls to a dozens of vultures, also known as journalists who were looking to capitalize on the killing of Gabby Petito. Always the master. El Popo provided the most memorable moose moment of the year for me. Go check out not a podcast, my favorite non podcast that has four of my favorite dude, four of my favorite dudes on it. 
uh, Bert, Pulpo, Steppy, Lee. This is an absolute rogues gallery of podcasting legends. Love all those guys. Congratulations, El Pulpo, for that. And then with that, we'll move to the next category, which is kind of in a way one and the same. The best joke that punched you right in the chest category. I, I was happy about this. Let me know what you guys think, because I think I picked the clear winner here. Um, I can't even really do justice to this one, so I'm just going to read what the king himself wrote. Wonderful to see Colin Powell, who made big mistakes on Iraq (laughs) and famously so-called weapons of mass destruction, be treated in death so beautifully by the fake news media. Hope that happens to me someday. He was a classic (laughs) rhino, if even that, always being the first to attack other Republicans. He made plenty of mistakes. But anyway, may he rest in peace. (laughs) But anyway. But anyway. (laughs) But anyway. um, Aaron, you, do you have a a best joke that punched you in the chest? I, I just mentioned it earlier, that metaverse fucking simp white knight. Hey, bro, leave her alone. Like, when, when that happened, I, I died. Like, I fucking couldn't breathe. Okay, okay. I've got a feeling that Aaron's going to repurpose that answer into every one of these it's categories. Pretty, I don't know if you've it's seen the video. I don't know if you've seen the video. The video is really fucking good. It's, it's amazing. Pause, what about you? Aaron couldn't mute it. Uh, just the sheer volume of yucks and laughs and bark laughs I got out of the boys chat this year completely unmatched incredible work to the fellas god for the boys chat dude you need to if you listeners get yourself a boys chat get your boys on twitter together get a chat going and you can't come in ours so you're gonna have to make your own place <laughs> just say slurs to one another it's it's amazing how fun it is we're full up move along what's yours car <laughs> uh my best joke that punched me in the chest was uh just the general covid situation where the punchline is it's exactly what you thought it was which is punchline is us which is what we've been saying the whole time (laughs) yeah the whole time yeah there was a conversation in the boys chat actually today about that and about like does it make you feel crazy at all and like i originally said no i don't feel crazy then i thought about it i feel really crazy (laughs) i feel completely fucking nuts i you know i think they successfully is feeling homicidal crazy yes and and certainly there's a lot of that there too most triumphant TV moment. This is a real one for me. It was a debate that we were all waiting for. It went exactly the way that we thought that it did. Even though I missed it in person because I injured my knee, I was still privileged enough to watch Scott Horton absolutely trounce a very tired and feeble Bill Crystal at a debate at the Soho Forum. Scott heroically delivers the case against Crystal and his ilk, something I think a lot of us spend a lot of time wanting to do. And knowing that those creeps aren't even listening, it was beyond satisfying. I feel like I was right there with him, effortlessly serving dinger after dinger against the neocon rat man, Bill Crystal. Um, Pause. Have you got a most triumphant TV moment? Lest I be accused of being a bug man consumer. But really, the Dune movie was a true work of art. It was fantastic. Ah. Okay. Okay. You know, I still haven't seen it. What, did, what, what was, what was so good about it? Uh, the casting was top notch. I think they nailed just about every one of them. The set work was just phenomenal. And while there were a couple scenes from the book that I probably would have kept, I can wait for the director's cut. Cause I'm sure they will be there. They were very faithful to the story. It was gorgeous. It was well acted. 
just really top-notch cinema. Always good to see a, a good like book movie remake that doesn't suck ass. Yeah, Always good. Absolutely. Always good. And there's millions that do. Carcampit, I see you're checking your phone over there, getting lots of important text messages. And <laughs> no, I'm not so checking my so phone. How do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> even on video. <laughs> He's doing the high phone. school thing where you lean yeah. back in your desk, right? And yeah. try and hold it down. Yeah, right? Like you're like this. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> you, right, you guys are going to roast me? Aaron's been here doing <laughs> God knows what Look at him redirecting. Connor, so we please. expected from him, though. That, well, okay, fair enough. This is his contract. You're we hold you to a higher standard. Yeah. yeah. He, he must triumphant okay. TV moment. Most triumphant TV moment. I have Reddit user Deep Fucking Value being interviewed on TV after the GameStop fiasco. Unbelievable. That, that, was, that was the most triumphant uh, moment on TV. I loved it. I loved that he didn't really back down. I loved that he showed up in his on on his terms in his clothes you know and just and just For fucking sure. rock the interview it was great do you feel I, like I really, he was like we were all vicariously living through him yes. I, I do yeah yeah absolutely 100 mm -hmm. it was amazing uh aaron most triumphant tv moment this has got to go to my man my role model my brother in christ dog the bounty hunter oh, <laughs> explaining oh, that yes yes he, he does in fact have an n-word pass yes! he was given yes! it and he know. has more friends than Eminem. So <laughs> silence immediately silenced the critics and bestowed just a, a wonderful service to the rest of us. Wow. So good, dude. I fucking forgot about that one. I did I even too. What, the what was this? Like, he said, that. like, the prison in the 70s. The brothers, like dude. The brothers, yeah. the brothers the gave him the yeah. N word pass. The brothers. And they probably did, you know. How are you going to argue with that? <laughs> you can't. Certainly cannot argue with that. That's an excellent pick, Aaron. That's great. The most just moment is the next category. The most just moment. Not the most just moment. That would be mm -hmm. when Anthony Fauci goes to prison. The most mm -hmm. just moment. For me, this is not the only award the guy is winning today, but it is absolutely a must give. My just moment was immeasurable. When in October of 2021, we heard that Joe Biden went even lower into the bowels of hell. Hashtag poopy pants Biden began trending <laughs> when we found out that our 700-year-old president actually shit himself during a meeting with the Pope at the Vatican. He pooped his pants, fellas. He pooped his pants. What is that? Car, you have a just moment. You're the just guy. I know. I am. You're I always think saying just. I think I think that my yeah, I know. And so this was a very special category for me, and I wanted to make sure that I got it right. There were many just moments throughout the year. Small, so many, large, important, unimportant. <clears throat> I think the biggest one for me was the week that the SS Ever Given, part of the Evergreen fleet became lodged sideways oh. in the second most important shipping channel in the world oh. for an unreasonably long time. Oh, I forgot about that. Six wow. days. Six days. Oh, cargo ship became lodged in a cartoonish fashion in the Suez Canal, which is the second busiest shipping channel in the world, to my understanding. Is Panama just, number one? Do you happen to know? Have the I think it's, on no, it? it's the one down in Southeast Asia. What is it? Malat, 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 oh, Straits, Straits of Malacca. Straits yeah. of Malacca. Okay. It's, I think that's yeah. the, the most, the most, Dude, uh, Truly a just moment. Truly I mean, moment. for six days. Like, six how do you days. not get the thing? Out? I could have pushed it. Yeah, sure. could have got this done. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Could have got this Fly done. Us out Literally there. no problem. Couldn't. Literally no problem. 
We'd be done in a day. We'd take the next five days off. Five hours. Five hours. Five hours. So (laughs) there were there were a lot of candidates for this one, but I think the real honest to goodness answer has to be the particulars of what was looted during the boomer uprising. You had some dude walk out of the building with the speaker's podium. AOC lost a bag of shoes. (laughs) Pelosi's laptop. You know, somebody's sniffing those in a closet somewhere. That's that's what I'm saying, bird. (laughs) Someone stole a bag of AOC's shoes. Foot fetish freak. That's awesome. By the way, let's give AOC a nomination. I think this happened in 2021, maybe, but if it didn't, when she went down to Miami to party, yeah. and she and Republicans got upset, and she accused Ron DeSantis of not being around, even though he was with his his sick wife who has cancer. That was a just moment. Yeah. And then when she accused all the Republicans who had a problem with her masculine partying of wanting to date her, that was a just moment. That was a That's- really crazy eyes moment for sure. Yeah. That's also right? kind of a powerful move, though. Uh, if, it, if she was a dude, it would be very powerful. But because she's not a dude, it's kind of desperate is. and yeah. weak. I, I was just thinking about incorporating that into my life. Like, just like if Donald maybe... Trump said, all of these women who hate me want to fuck me, I would be like, let's go, King. But yeah, it doesn't yeah. work the other way around. That's true. That's a good point. It doesn't work the other way around. Aaron, your just moment of My just moment? Um it's it's really a series of just moments and it's near and dear to our sphere of people everything to do with <laughs> the national libertarian party and their quest for <laughs> an assistant chairman embarrassing yeah, yeah so, oh just, my just oh, that has been an event man that yeah. has been a real event the whole thing uh, yeah. is just it's it's you know I, I it's i'm glad that you brought like something in that realm of topics up because like it took me like two days car you had we talking in the boys chat and you had kind of agreed with me where I came from to where I moved. I couldn't imagine why anyone gives a fuck about the libertarian party. I don't give a fuck about any party or really anything. Embarrassing dude. I mean, really embarrassing shit show. Yeah. The sheer incompetence on both sides of, on all levels. It's, it is (laughs) like, I'm embarrassed to have been like, interested in that at one point me too embarrassed literally embarrassed but and you know who doesn't have the kind of party problems that the libertarian party does the me. chinese communist party shout That's out to true. the chinese communist party shut up and car i guess and me. yeah and or whatever yeah <laughs> or whatever yep. arcadia and, arcadia so has one political party satoshi's vision my- Mao's vision. <laughs> Car's vision. <laughs> Car's vision above Satoshi and Mao. So actually getting onto that topic, the best Chinese asset of the year. Guys, I, 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 you probably picked some things here. I think you're all wrong. It's TLE. TLE is the best Chinese asset of the well, year. We are the number one China respecting podcast in America. All hail not to, to pat ourselves great. on the back, but. Well, we, yeah. we might pat a little bit. All hail yeah. to the mighty and powerful Xi Jinping. And happy birthday to the great and wonderful and magnolian chairman general Mao Zedong, whose policies did very good things. That's true. I have nothing to add. Good. We going on the China category. Anybody yep, got to eat? I, I, I actually, I actually do have something. It's actually just me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been really holding it down here. All right. Well, so, this is this is from an. This is from an article from 
pro publica. All right. Of course. The best they, Chinese they asset of this year has been the United States university system by far. So, so true. Yeah. As you all know, there's a lot of Chinese nationals that go to American universities. They are paid by the Chinese government to come over here, insinuate themselves, learn all that shit. Now, I don't know what percentage of them are like hardcore Chinese nationalists, but there are a percentage of them that aren't. It's particularly the the Uyghur of of, of the Uyghur variation. And El um, Popo? Oh, Uyghur. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Uyghur, Uyghur. Uyghur. Yeah. So, and when any of these. Uh, when any of these Chinese nationals even begin to express any type of dissent on multiple college campuses, the other Chinese nationals will rat on them. They'll get calls from the Chinese government threatening their family. They'll, they'll get calls from their family saying they're being threatened. And the university system, I want to say hello so badly. They, they, get a, yeah. they get a call from TLE saying, <laughs> what the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the fuck is going on? I thought guys? we had to get – we're going to have to – all right, I'll be I'll be in tomorrow. I've got <laughs> we'll be in touch with the administrator. But anyways, they are pressured in many various and unusual ways to stop expressing any dissent. And the university system does absolutely nothing about it. In fact, even punishes them because seven hundred billion dollars goes goes to universities from the country of China. So as it should look supporting education. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's that's what the Chinese do. They support education. That's great. <laughs> that's pretty good. And they're so magnanimous that they even support ours. They're that's wonderful great. people. They're wonderful Universal. people. Yeah. All of them. Universal educators. And great. maybe those great. people should just stop being CIA mouthpieces. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think uh we should probably abandon, you know, this American system and move over to a system that's winning and doing really well. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a great point, Berto. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. All right, next category yeah. is the worst person of the year. This was easy for me. It's Brad Palumbo. I hate that guy. He fucking sucks. Brad Palumbo, you suck. You suck. Yeah, he does Brad suck. Brad Palumbo. Uh, sucks a lot of things, yeah. Car, you? So I was doing this one in terms of best and worst, and I think as it was originally written, it was asshole of the year. Uh, so yeah, I'm just going to sure. give you what I what – I, so I, had, I have a best asshole of the year, and then I have two people that are tied for worst asshole of the year. Uh, best asshole of the year. No, do the worst first. Let's do the worst. Okay, first. it is a tie, but I think one of them technically happened after the new year, and so doesn't count. Okay. Uh, so my asshole of the year that I know counts is Ray Epps, the FBI agent who interrupted the uh, Boomer March on uh, the uh, Capitol. The, I'm sorry, the terrorist uh, inquisition. They still haven't found him, by the way. I know, which is know so bizarre. Is. I, that, yeah. That's half the reason I want to mention him uh, yeah. is is Ray Epps, uh, FBI agent, possibly or some sort of Fed uh, who was in, uh, um, encouraging possibly. violence on January sixth. <laughs> My second one is Ted Cruz. Yes, now, you old, saw this. Yes, I did. Oh, now, that's bad, old, man. old school uh, listeners of this show will understand my loathing for Ted Cruz, and that I have in the back of my mind understood that at some point I will be on a physical collision course with this man. Um, he is a Senator in my state. And despite the fact that he does represent some of my views, I just deeply feel as though he is a lizard person politician. And I think that's pretty obvious in the way that he acts. He now, I don't care about January 6th one way or another, except that it was pretty amusing and made for some great cannon fodder, mm-hmm. but Ted Cruz goes to, I don't remember on the Senate floor or where, wherever the hell lizards hang out, <laughs> goes goes on 
talking describing this just horrible tragedy talking about tucker carlson or after well that that tucker carlson brought him on to explain himself afterward and uh, granted i'm not a huge tucker carlson i mean whatever like he like roasts i am because i'm a real american not like you i'm a real yeah yeah yeah. hey i'm a well you know i'm a chinese chinese nationalist but I, I, you know, I, I have my reservations about Tucker Carlson, although I love a lot of what he does. I hate Ted Cruz, even though he pre- pretends Thanks. to have some of my stuff in, 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 yeah. um, you know, in whatever, like in his uh, lexicon of beliefs uh, that the lizards give him. But uh, I, but he is my asshole of the year just because of how much of a fucking asshole and a spineless piece of shit he is it just really drives me nuts what drives me nuts the most is that being you know i don't necessarily describe myself as right-winged especially in comparison to a lot of people in the in in the gentleman's chat um but i am bottom right and there's a lot of people that love that like a lot of what ted cruz does and it's just a reminder that that guy's a piece of shit and that a lot of these guys will turn on you at the drop of a fucking hat. And I I really, really hate that. Now my best asshole of the year is Alec Baldwin's armorer. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's a good one. I totally forgot about that too. (laughs) Crazy event. Dude, we're getting all the events in. I'm really happy about this. I'm really happy about this. Um, uh, Aaron, you, you're, you're, I guess we'll do worst and then best. Yeah. Uh, so for the worst, I chose uh, Jesse Smollett, who was just convicted of six counts of disorderly conduct back in, uh, was it November? Let's and, uh, what a douche. What a douche. Yeah, like, come on. Like, I, I know I could have chosen, like, a murderer or a rapist or whatever, but, like, a this was all over the news. And, like, yeah. you know, and then the fact that he's still, like, getting support from people like well he wouldn't have done it if the system wasn't so fucked up soulless completely soulless consumers are the only people yeah. who support this guy yeah I, I i had to throw in like a celebrity in there so uh-huh. yeah yeah uh, you know a symbol of american imperialism and decadence of course for sure something that it does not exist where in the great republic of china mm, it's true great republic of china very good and then your best I did, oh wait, no, I did have a best. Give me one sec. Right, Jesse Small. Oh, again. It, so no, my <laughs> best person is not actually a person at all. It's a dog. This okay. dog. <laughs> Snoop this dog, dog. This dog's from New Zealand, right? It's a greyhound, okay. a racing greyhound. Okay. And unfortunately, so this dog won the most prestigious race in the greyhound. New Zealand race community. Unfortunately, the title was taken away from this dog because he tested positive for meth. <laughs> oh, man. So, All right. Okay. This dog will this this dog faced a fine and a four month suspension is no they longer Lance Armstrong. This mm, dog. They they really did. Ron DeSantis is approving his immigration papers as we speak. Uh, yeah, hell yeah. That's what uh, uh, what the hell is his name? What a winner. What's his name? Yeah. So oh, Jesus. I can't operate a phone. <laughs> oh, except for when you want to watch videos while we're recording. You know, it's, it's my it's my fiber internet. <laughs> the star's name is Zipping Sarah. Zipping, Zipping Sarah. Sarah. Okay. Wow. Yep. All right. 
Race to a first place finish at a tr- at a track in Christchurch last November, and what authorities say was a meth fueled performance. <laughs> that would be funny. That would be funny if the dog came in like broke the world record by like a minute and a half. Was like something just totally outrageous. <laughs> it's like a transgender. It's like a male to female transgender dog racing against female dogs. 40, 45 body lengths ahead of any other dog. <laughs> Wide eyes. (laughs) Zipping Sarah's team was immediately disqualified and denied the four thousand dollars in prize money. Oh, that's bullshit. That's that's why. Yeah, got caught. The lesson learned. The lesson is: don't get caught. That's right. It always is. That's the lesson. Should have taken another Greyhound's piss. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Pause. Your let's do worst, and then let's do best. If wait. I don't think you have a. Did you get a best? <laughs> it was very on brand for Pause when he posted his answers that he had a worst and he didn't have a best. <laughs> All right, let's get your west, your best and worst person. Uh, worst person goes collectively uh, to a clique that I feel very vindicated in having hated since they appeared on the internet uh-huh. and have been the uh, subject of much discussion recently. Uh oh. There is a, oh, how do I want to phrase this? I was going to quote Churchill here. I'm going to skip that. Uh, Worst assholes of the year goes to about half the members of Tower Gang. (laughs) There's the, there it is. There's the shit being thrown. There's been a lot going on over there. A lot on the timeline in regards to that. A lot of potentially fed posting, a lot of like uh, uncomfortable stuff. Uh, Pause. You've been keeping up with this? Yes, yes. Mostly keeping it to myself, mostly gloating, because I've thought all those guys were just rancid pricks from day one. (laughs) Or I should say... I should number. say half of them. There are innocents among them. Sure, yeah, absolutely. And you won't name names either, right? Because you're such a gentleman. Gentleman, you're such a gentleman. Yeah. Right? They know who they are. They know who they are, man. You know, away. honestly, I keep out of Twitter drama, and I'm going to continue to do so. But I don't disagree with you, man. There's been a lot of obvious bullshit going on over there. A lot of obvious bullshit. Um, and then, do you have a best of the year? Well, as you so astutely pointed out, I did not nominate anyone. <laughs> it's, the, but, uh, it's the most paused thing of all time to be like, they all suck. Yeah, <laughs> There's good. nobody good. Gun to my head, that, though. Yeah. I'll give you a nomination for the uh, QAnon shaman just off the top of my head. Oh, that's oh, a good. One. One. Excellent that's a good guy. One. Yeah, yeah, excellent guy. Yeah, free him. Free him. If he's in jail. Is he in jail? Did he go to jail? I probably, yeah, he, but I don't He's know. doing 22 hours of solitary confinement a day. Is that right? Yep. Is that real? Jesus yes. Christ. That's yep. fuck, that's actually like a yeah, that's human rights insane. issue. Yeah, yeah, that's really bad. And that For doubly s- sucks because the dude was literally a performance artist. Yeah, and oh, didn't do right? anything. He also didn't do anything. He went into a public building. Yeah. yeah. He didn't that's do crazy. anything. Well, that's fucking yep. 22 weird, hours of solitary confinement. I will that's take the time nutty. now. To mention that I am a, a loyal Fox Nation subscriber, fellas. I am the most Republican here, as you all know. I always do that. Tucker Carlson uh, has a three-part series called Patriot Purge. I could not recommend it more. Dude, everybody should really go and watch it. It is an excellent documentary about the event, about the largest, as I said before, manhunt in American history, where they literally hunted down hundreds of completely innocent American citizens whose crime was stepping foot in a public building. 
Yeah, it's, it's something a, like uh, 70 convictions so far. It's it's insane. Crazy. And it is something that if you are if you care even a little bit about your personal sovereignty, you you must be paying attention to the situation because it is the it is a purge of people for sure. I have, Whether I have recommendations events, too that I won't say on 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 this show. <laughs> you put put them on Boys Town. <laughs> okay, let's move on to we did the worst. Let me do my best best person of the year. It's going to go to Ace Arcist. Ace, friend of the show, a relentless dude. A relentless rapist. A a terrible guy. A terrible guy. He crushed Brad Palumbo, which is really what makes him the best of the year. I got, you know, I got other guys, Andrew Popular Liberty. I love the dude. I I love watching the two of them go at it. It's a real treat. A lot of bullshit happens on the timeline, but when you get to see like two guys really having a strong 280 character intellectual debate, it's a real treat from that fucking stupid website. So shout out to all those dudes. Um, Let us move on to the second to last category we're going to do here, guys. So I want you to pick the most important one from this. We're going to go clown of the year, which was written down as uh, I think it was worst king of the year or something like that. I think the elf wrote down. We're going to do clown of the year. Pause. You want to take us away with your clown of the year? Uh, This one goes out to anyone who has been concerned with chasing clout on social media. (laughs) Build your brand yourself or just don't have a brand. Going a little bit, going back, uh, going, going back a category there, Puzz. Might be a little bit of a call, right? Aaron's, Aaron's, yeah, it's a little touchy subject. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Aaron, how about you? What's your, what's your, what's your clown of the year? Clown of the year goes to Larry Elder, who managed to fuck up a sure thing and was known as the black face of white supremacy <laughs> and still managed to fuck it up. <laughs> How are you going to call yourself the black face of white supremacy and not win? You know, I guess white that, people aren't supreme after all. On yeah. that, uh, I'm going to give a, a, this is not my clown of the year, but since you mentioned it and we're going there, anybody who says the phrase, you got to stay and fight. I just left New York. Everybody knows this who listens to the show. Everybody's super supportive. I love all you guys. You were all the Floridians who were like, yeah, man, welcome. We're really glad to have you. Anybody who uses the phrase, no, you have to stay and fight. You are the clown of the year. You'll be the eternal clown. Of, you don't have to do that. Don't fight for New York. It's dead. Don't do that. Anybody who does that, I have no respect for you. I don't like you. I don't want to talk to you. So I, I do want to mention that because – He's one of those dudes, uh, and I just have no respect yeah. for it. That's yeah. not my that's not my category. I have no respect for that. I'm not my category though. Car clown of the year. So my, I, I did this in the format of the worst king of the year, uh, which is a little <laughs> bit more fitting. Retired okay. of the year. Well, yeah. Retired of the year. Okay. Uh, and that is Bill Cosby, walking away. Wow. From okay. Walking that's away an from interesting one. What what yeah. makes you what makes you say that? Oh, because he was a king. Because he got yeah yep, got off, but probably uh do you feel probably, good about that choice car <laughs> uh no not not really honestly i, I feel pretty horrible about it pretty, pretty discouraged that it's not bad, so it's yeah. yeah you yeah. should feel bad for um do we can't even finish what i was gonna say (laughs) what were you gonna say aaron (laughs) we can't we can't we can't censor video too (laughs) over the line we'll do it over the line yeah yeah yeah. did i get everybody else did i get all you guys okay for our worst yeah 
Okay, so mine, I'm going to give uh, two honorable mentions. You know I want to say Rollo, who made my 2021 a living hell by faking the idea that I wanted to have a boxing match with him when he really just ruined a really good <laughs> bit that I had. So I want to give it to Rollo. I'm not going to give it to Rollo because I deeply love Rollo, but also very frustrating. Another honorable mention is Jack Murphy. Yep. Oh, His real name, by the way, is John man. Goldman. John Goldman, by the way. Oh, Goldman. Oh, Goldman. Oh, oh, oh interesting. I'm, John, I'm so surprised. Very John Goldman. That so, Goldman would have pulled <laughs> over our eyes. So, so, so he's another one. If you don't know about Jack Murphy, basically within the past, I don't know, month or so, it, it was either revealed or brought into light that uh, he had a cuckold fetish he was very, very adamant about. If you want to do your own bullshit in the fucking privacy of your own home, I'm going to still judge you, but I just, you know, it's different than when you write a blog post about how cool it is. Sorry, bro, you put yourself no, in the arena. My girlfriend's out getting fucked by some fucking 10-inch dick, and I couldn't be happier. Yeah, it was really He's an alpha male for it. Yeah. Well, that's the second thing is he's a Jewish uh, beta who pretended to be an Irish alpha. Really weird. Just yeah. really odd. The, the, um, biggest, the biggest crossover of 2021. <laughs> <laughs> besides, um, Elliot, besides Elliot Page. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna throw that in there. Very good, Aaron. Very good. Oh, fuck. What Aaron, else Aaron, Aaron acting like he prepped for this episode. That's good. <laughs> You know it's a good one when Aaron seems like he prepped for it. What did ja else did Jack Murphy do? He recently was found he out. Sat on a dildo. Mm. Like yes, that's right. He uh, his porn career was was leaked for sure. There was uh, chatterbait videos that were leaked of him uh, put, putting a pink dildo up his ass. Again, what you do in the privacy of your own home, I will judge, but will not mock. <laughs> you know, because I, I don't know about it. Yeah. Now that I know, I'm I'm gonna really judge you. And then he did something else. Anybody know what else he did? I don't the remember. The other thing, the other thing he did this is why you make as big bucks, part boys. of his, uh, as part of his endeavors to coach and tutor masculinity and yes. other men, his manosphere grift. Yes. He had a membership uh, organization you could pay for, and in that, one of the perks was a allegedly secure peer-to-peer -peer encrypted messaging service that it came out was leaking all of its information to the literal CIA. Oh, wow. wow. Big surprise there. So is, is he an idiot or a Fed or a grifter? Or both. Or both and all. Both. Yeah, everything both. you're going to say. And also, pause. actually, the, you had reminded me of what the thing I was going to say was, which was he, the manosphere, produced Lyndon McLeod who just yes. killed a bunch of people in those tattoo parlors. Roman. Um, so McLeod. Roman McLeod. Well, is it Roman McLeod or is that his stage name or whatever? Or, the, guy yeah. who the guy who killed a bunch of people in those tattoo parlors was a direct associate who had many conversations and interactions with him. So that guy is a, is a nominee for clown of the year, but I would be remiss not to say who the real clown of the year is. It's Joe Biden is the clown. We have clowned on Joe Biden for a whole year, he he could not not be the clown of the year, in my in my opinion. Yeah. Um, you want to know? You want to know what really set me off when he was giving that speech about uh, what is it, Satchel Page or some baseball player? Oh called him, my god! He called him the like great Negro. Yeah, uh, uh, the the great Negro of that time. Oh god! god. He just, everybody. He could have just said a hard R and gotten away with it scot free. <laughs> like, what a fucking 
<laughs> Everybody's pissed for different reasons. <laughs> yeah, man. So Joe Biden's the loser of the year. He will continue to be the loser of the year until he ends up losing his life in 2023. That's my call, by the way. That'll be a prediction. Um, until he runs out of body doubles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's only, there's only so many. The he died six jail. years ago. What am the I saying? Anyway, however, let's continue. The king of the year award. Now, this is the venerable award here, guys. Mine is an obvious one. I mean, for me, I am an expat from New York who has really dived into becoming a Florida native. I, 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 it's Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis has been a literally a stalwart. He has been a bulwark against tyranny, at least in the state of Florida. I can feel it immediately as I've gotten in here, talking to a lot of Floridians who really love the guy, really appreciate what he has done, no matter what you think of him. The cop stuff is really awful. I will I will not uh, uh, spare him from his very weird cop obsession and all the things he's done. However, as one of the few guys leading the charge against the tyranny of the the executive branch, he's he and by the way, he's literally my king. I live in his state. He is the monarch of the state. Let's hope we keep it that way. So I'm going Ron DeSantis. Uh, Car Campit, your your. Oh, let me let me also do some honorable mentions here because I wanted to do these before before I pass it over to you, Car. Not King of the Year, but I couldn't get a good category for them. I want to give honorable mentions to Pete Quinones, who has always I've been a ride or die for Pete. You know, since I met him, he's one of my best friends, one of the best people I've met. Honestly, amazing podcaster has changed his uh, uh, approach, his views uh, in an honest way, time over time continues to evolve. I have great appreciation for people like this. I do not like people who, who stand so hard to ideas that are obviously not working. I mentioned Pete. I also mentioned Keith Knight. Keith Knight is one of my favorite podcasters. If you ever get the privilege to go on Keith Knight's show, what an amazing guy to do a podcast with. Always walks you through the question by question. Makes you feel like the most important guy in the world. Amazing stuff. Also want to give a shout out to Tom Tommy Salmons, um, who's one of the coolest dudes I had a privilege of meeting this year. Uh, really got glad to meet him at Childerberg. I love his dogs. His wife is amazing. Great people. Wonderful salt of the earth people. And finally, I want to give an honorable mention to Wendell. That is on Twitter, <laughs> Willie Go Pew, who made my Childerberg experience next level. And he taught me that I should never piss into a diesel engine. Otherwise, it will form a crystalline structure. That's right. That's that right. Is he taught us that several, uh, perhaps several uh, joints in. Uh, yes, and something and or other. I remember <laughs> doubled over <laughs> laughing for an inde indescribable amount of time. So shout out to all those dudes. I absolutely love all those dudes. I cannot wait to see the Matildaberg. I'm looking if you're forward listening, to listening. If you're listening, you are obligated to go to Childerberg. The tickets yeah. are cheap. The flights are cheap right now if you book them soon. It's going to be the event of the year. Fuck Pork Fest. Although Jake wouldn't want me to say that. I'll be nice. This is the event of the year, Childerberg. It's going to be it the is. event of the year. No question. It's the, yeah. it's, I, I, I'll say this. It's going to be the event that you have the most fun at. Like whether Without a doubt. Like and you won't get. Not, you probably won't get COVID at it, like Aaron yeah. did at Pork Fest. At Pork Fest, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Like I don't understand what that is. Like nobody came away with COVID. Uh, no, at either, at either of the uh, children. Because people yeah. who go to Childerberg are Chads. Oh, that's, that's what that's the deal. The body you two, like you two can be a Chad if you can make your way there. Um, so on and so forth. Um, mm -hmm. To this, I will now pass the King of the Year to you. Pause. Uh, my beloved guest, what, 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 who is your king of the year? Who has impressed you the most? So 
I want to nominate for King of the Year none other than our collective friend, Cotton Arcist. Oh, that's that good. dude has Amazing. grown, evolved, and thrived just incredibly hard through 2021. And I am just ecstatic for him where Me he's too. at and how he's doing. He completed Cotton the GF Cotton. challenge. Yes, Cotton managed to do and Cotton, completed it. Cotton managed to do what I did not uh, in yeah. 2021, and that is get a girlfriend. Uh, you know, I want to say, by the way, 2021 was the year of the goth. I also accomplished that car. I still haven't gotten any appreciation yeah. for that. We'll talk about that after. Okay. Cotton, congratulations, Bird. Yeah, congratulations no. all around to all the GF members. <laughs> <laughs> Look at I, you. I, I need some context first. Sorry. <laughs> All right. I love the pick for Cotton, man. Cotton's one of my favorite human beings he on, really is. on the whole great. of the earth. He's, he's, he's just amazing. a fantastic dude to hang out with, too. He was amazing, like, dude. Childerberg. Can, and you know where you can find him, listeners? Childerberg. At Childerberg. Yep. At Childerberg. I think he's been um, to two now. No, really? Yeah. I think so. What I think he was at Childerberg hard. two and three. Yeah, I'm pretty what a sure. Die hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron, your king of the year. My king of the year award goes to a friend of the show, a towering role model in our sphere and a beacon of morality. And that's uh, our favorite bread tuber, Vosh. <laughs> Wait, who? Vosh. You <laughs> heard me. You heard me. Why I said Vosh. Vosh. Why do you pick I'll Vosh? tell you why. Clark doesn't why. know who that is. Didn't that, didn't that guy say that he, want, like he would fuck a kid or something? What did he say? Uh, again, context. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Prior to that, <laughs> this past March, allegedly, Vosh, let me just say allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> let me just say allegedly yeah. in case. Pri- prior to this year in March, Vosh, three hundred forty-three thousand oh, subscribers on BreadTube. Uh huh. On what? BreadTube, car. It's Bread communist YouTube. Come on, okay? get, with, get with the time. You gotta get with the Jesus. program, bro. <laughs> God. I don't have time to explain everything no. to you. There we you go. should already know. Aaron just goes into big dick mode as soon as any, as soon as any, big dick and everybody as soon as anything comes into question. So Vosh got into some trouble back in March for defending the use of the N word in private. <laughs> right. Did he? I didn't right. know that. So this, this is these are common shared interests. Yeah, right. This is something that can you un- something that can unite the right and the left. He said, and I quote: "If you unironically think that me just saying the n-word alone with my girlfriend in a non-racist contents is yikesy or problematic, then you believe in witchcraft." He says, "You believe <laughs> that the powerful. n-word. Yeah, like you believe that the n-word is a magical spell that you can cast with your mouth that makes the world worse somehow." It's a very mm. stupid take, and you know what? King, okay. what King. an insane statement that I yeah. also agree with. I know, wow. I know. Shout out to you, Vosh. I don't know Shout out to Vosh. Wow, friend of the show. Okay. Patreon donation link in the show notes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Car Campit, you take us away with the King of the Year award. My King of the Year has actually already been mentioned once in the glueies. Um, and so I would like to propose a motion prior to me mentioning him that, uh, because there are two mentions, even though they're in different categories that he does come away with the gluey. Is there any oppose? That's fine. Motion okay. carries. Uh, I think that you'll be extra happy when you understand who is going to come away with the gluey. And that is that my, my proposal for King of the year is El Pulpo for the ball posting. 
um, it it really it's very difficult to describe in words how much I have enjoyed this journey throughout 2021. Um, It's targeted the people that I most dislike. Um, It has featured one of the people that I most like, which is Pulpo, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, and has provided just hours and hours of entertainment and has created a Where's Waldo-esque scene in any content being posted by Pulpo where I Mm -hmm. am always searching for his balls in the post, (laughs) which is added fun. Yes. Uh, so Pulpo is my number one uh, wow. king of the week or uh, 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 king of the year, and so I, I propose that he comes away with the gluey since he has already sure. been mentioned. I have a runners up. A runner up is so far uh, Lord Miles Rutledge. I was going. Oh, yeah. I was oh, going to put him in best person of the just, year. Dude. Just being a maniac. I kind of like maniac, dude. I love the saga. Not of Miles just Rutledge. not just being a maniac, but showing that the world isn't that bad. Like, yeah. And that is one thing that I get really pissed off about the media is like everybody just like they, you know, they just trigger hate and they're like, yeah. oh, just be scared, be hate, hateful, this group or that group or whatever. You should hate them. And he's like traveling around. He's like, yeah, it's not that bad. Like, you yeah. know, it's some of it sucks, but like, it's it. not that bad. There's good people, you know, and I will. You're that, so, so right, dude. You're so right. We need that beacon like of that. like unity to bring together people to realize like yeah. people from over there are the same as people from. Over- I agree. Yes, I agree. Man, yep. Completely. I totally agree. That's uh, very true. So let's move on. Those are our categories. So congratulations to all of the King of the Year awards. Uh, if you if you were mentioned, you win one. That's how this show works. We all give them out because we're all kings. Yep. We give our kingship out to other people. Let's do some, if you have any, a 2020 hope of the year, any 2020 prediction of the year. Now, I took these to mean two opposite things. Hope would be the positive. Prediction would be the negative. But, you know, you can do it as you will. My hope of the year, my 2020 hope of the year is that being a new state, a resident of the free state of Florida is to never have to hear the phrase libertarian party ever again. That's my hope of the year. Car Campit, you have a hope of the year? Um, I so well, I would echo your hope. I don't want to hear about the libertarian party or really any party ever again. Um, but call on me last. <laughs> Okay. okay. Uh, but but I have no start, hopes. <laughs> certainly, starting with the Libertarian Party would be great. Uh, I like. I have maintained for a long time that I wish they would just dissolve. Um, I, though I do like a lot of people that are involved with it, especially the Mises Caucus. I you know that we agree with a, a, a lot of issues on, but I don't believe that politics is the way to solve anything, especially not the Libertarian Party. Uh, uh, so I, I I hope that I don't really have to hear a whole lot from them. Um, ever again, uh, but specifically in 2022. Um, I think my hope of the year is that we see a continued trend of um, states uh, exerting uh, more and more power in the absence of federal power. And that is why I actually am a huge fan of Joe Biden being in the presidency, because it does create the the uh, appearance of a power, a a little bit of a power, maybe not a power vacuum, but an unstable and undependable federal government and states that have the wherewithal that have the resources and have the population to kind of step up Texas, Florida, a lot of the Gomez states have been stepping up. And as you were attesting to bird, when you moved to Florida, it's like a whole new world. The things that other people are, are complaining and worried about, I'm just not worried about. Like, I don't, I don't care. I don't fundamentally care. And it feels more and more as though I live in a separate country than the rest of the United States. And that's the way that I want it. So that's what I hope yeah. for. It's just continued trending, uh, a trending down of federal observed power and a trending up of state power 
in the hope that, you know, eventually in my in Kapistan, where I reside in my head, that uh, it keeps getting pushed down and down and down. Hopefully, hopefully. Um, pause. Do you have a hope for 2022? My hope for 2022 is that I am able to materialize, actuate, uh, really act upon so many of the internet friendships that I have made in past years. I am finally in a stable career for the first time in four or five years. And as such, it is going to be my goal to use literally all of my PTO time this year to meet the people I have grown to care about so much. Hell yeah. Yes. Yeah, that is that is truly the goal. Meet your friends. Um, Aaron, do you have a hope for 2022 other than us getting like kind of a deal with the Chinese Communist Party? Yeah, uh, other than that, um, that's a tough one. But um, my hope for what the we've year, always wanted, yeah. what we've always wanted, <laughs> we've we, we've been doing everything we can. Everything. Um, my hope for this year is that I personally get pushed into because I need to be pushed. Um, I get pushed into getting off the pot and getting the getting out of the state. Um, I need I need to be pushed because I. I value family, I value familiarity, I value comfort, and I value material wealth. Um, but as me and Carr mentioned in our last episode, um, we are of a generation where we kind of expect the rug to be pulled out on, under you at, at any point in time. And uh, I, I really need the rug to be pu- pulled out from under me so that I can, once again, start from square one in an environment where I'm surrounded by people that share my values and, uh, you know, I might be far away from family and far away from familiarity, but, um, like it could be the start of like, a a, a whole, a whole yeah. something, something bigger than just the extent of my lifetime. Wow. That's very serious. I did not expect that from you. I, that's um, good. I uh, I had as I was a lot of people were were super supportive about me moving down uh, to Miami. I was doing uh, a lot of like posting as I was driving, and I did this. I wrote like this kind of eulogy thing for New York about all my feelings about it, and and you know what I loved about it and what I hated about it. It was a great. Post. And I got thank you, and I and I got like four or five four people who messaged me. One very close to us in our in group who were like, you know, knowing that you wrote that, all of the feelings that you had felt, I echoed. I, I felt those too. And these are people who are stuck in, you know, big city, blue cities that they don't want to be in anymore because they can't go to the gym. They can't get food at a restaurant and sit it's, down like normal people. It's not the same place that you grew up with as a kid. That it's you, not. You know all the back roads and you, you can get off any highway exit and have a family member or a friend to visit. And, uh, you know, letting go of that is probably, and, and, and among other things, uh, the personal cost, um, as well as the material is the most painful and the most, the, the biggest wall to hurdle, yeah. Yes, but it, it sure. really does need to be hurdled because I, it's only ever going in one direction. You know, this being from New, being from New York, it's only yeah. ever going to go in one direction. This is, this is why I detest people who say stay and fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, as in my situation in New York, when I hear someone say stay and fight, I think they're the biggest coward that they could possibly be. 
and that they are the the human example of that of that crab metaphor, the crab bucket where the crabs pull all the other crabs back in. Yeah. I think they are swallowing in their own misery and they can't make the decision to do what I did. I am a poor person, okay? I did not I did not make a move having a lot of money to be able to do it. I am in debt making the move because I saw it as an investment. And I still do and I stand by this. And I recommend everybody do the same thing. Anybody who says stay and fight wants you to have a worse life than they have. And and you need to do what you can to get the hell out of a situation where you have no hope and move into one where you can actually fight for something. So I car, you know, you're in Texas car, you're, you're, I wouldn't say privileged, but you know, you move there. So you're not really privileged. You chose this decision where you don't really have to think too much about state politics. It's always going to be red, you know, so you can kind of just worry about what the Republicans are up to. Well, yeah. And that's like the most interesting thing part about all of this is like, people are freaking out about the left and I'm like, the battle I have is the right, With the right, 100%, you know, which it's, to me, I'd fight that battle any day. I, I'd rather fight that battle. any. I can feel like I can actually converse with these people. Yeah. Um, but, but, the, but, the, but the greater point is when, when I got all the, these people who are messaging me saying, man, just you did that. And it inspired me to at least consider that I could do it. I yeah. really hope that in 2022 this is not my original hope, but I really hope in 2022, we get a lot of the people who I really love our listeners are in group moving out of these awful places, these horrific conditions where they can't do normal human things without covering their face, struggling to breathe, without having to get an experimental injection put into their bodies that they do not want. I I hope that more people can take the financial risk for a payoff that involves your children growing up in a society where they do not have to worry about being told what to do by a guy in a blue uniform who wants them to put on a mask or get an injection that they don't want or go to a school curriculum that they don't want and they can't carry guns and they can't defend themselves. And when somebody steals their shit or kills them, the media rallies for the guy who stole their shit or killed them instead of them. All of these things happen in blue cities on a daily basis. It's the most awful and horrific thing that has ever probably happened in my recent, I mean, since 9-11, this kind of weird turn where the, 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 the bad guy becomes the sympathetic character in the media. It has driven so much evil shit into the mainstream of all these great cities. I love New York. I always will. But it, it, it is a... I don't know what to say other than it's some sort of a mind virus you need to get out of. If you, if you can even make a slight financial risk to do it, I could not recommend it more. You can always fly to go and see your family members unless they shut the fucking planes down. And if they shut the planes down, do you really want to be stuck in that state? Or would you at least be in a state where you'd rather have the freedom and you that's can call good. your family members? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you need, you have to move if you can. If you do not like your living condition, it is not going to get better. It will only ever get worse. It's only going to become totalitarian. I promise you, within the next five years, New York, for example, is going to have a thing you need to get on your phone that you need to scan to get into the subway. And it will be any number of things. You need to consume this type of food or you need to vote this way or anything like that. I, I, I That's not my prediction for 2022. It might be my prediction for 2025. You must escape. You have to get out. There is no, there's no honor in staying and fighting. People who tell you that are trying to keep you in a bad situation because they are cowards who are too afraid to make the move. That's all. That's it. You have to move. So Aaron, I I really hope that that hope happens for you uh, in, in the most pleasurable way, of course, I I hope. But, it's it's going know. to be painful like that, but I, that's the pain that I need. Like I've, and I've started from square one probably twice before in my life. 
And yeah. I'm, I'm not afraid of it personally, but it's your I'm generation, be- man, it's, it's our generation where starting yeah. from square one is unfortunately not unusual. Mm-hmm. It didn't have to yeah. be that way, but it's, it is now. It's not the pain that I'm going to feel. It's the pain that I'm going to be inflicting on others and making that decision. <laughs> yeah. Well, for sure. I understand. Like, yeah. You know, my, my family who would prefer that I stay, um, yeah. my girlfriend who I would like to marry and have kids with, but yeah, she's, she's not really up for it. Yeah. Um, you know, just like the the loss personally, professionally, I'll be fine. I can get a job wherever. Yeah, and I think your your girlfriend will be fine too. I think the thing with most of these moving oh, yeah. things is there's a there's a moment where there's a snap that happens where you are personally confronted by not being able to go somewhere yeah. or attend an event, and you go, "Wait a minute, I could do this in Florida or yeah. Texas." or yep. Oklahoma or North Dakota. And that's or any that's these, what I've been beating into my girlfriend's head. I was like 90% of the rest of the country. This isn't an issue. Not like even slightly New York, California and Massachusetts or like pockets Chihuahua. of the Northeast. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an issue, but nowhere else. No, really not. I mean, really not. So I, I yeah, I, I, I love that for a hope for you, Aaron. And I genuinely like stepping outside of the kayfabe hatred we have for one another. <laughs> I really hope that happens for you. And I hope it happens for all of our listeners. Um, Did I get everybody on hopes? I think I did. We'll move to predictions really quickly. Um, My prediction is Joe Biden does not make it through 2022, whether he is, is uh, impeached or, and the reason why I say, I'll get to that, whether he is impeached or literally does not survive (laughs) until the end of 2022. I do not think Joe Biden makes it at all. Hmm. Now, my, my theory is 2022 midterms are going to bring in enough Republicans that they may actually get some strong support for an impeachment. Um, and he's got more than enough uh, uh, grievances where an impeachment could at least carry through the House. Uh, I, I think he could end up stepping down from his age uh, is, is the most likely thing for me. Uh, pause. Do you have a prediction for 2022? I think you nailed yours last year. Someone would have to remind me what my prediction was. I don't remember, but I think all of our predictions came true last year, except for you, Carr, who said <laughs> uh, Biden was going to die. But yeah, he might right. die this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, my little did I know Biden was already dead. <laughs> very true. I do know that I've taken a little bit longer shots in past years. I'm actually going to go with a somewhat safer one this year. Okay. Uh, I am predicting a brush fire war in Asia. But the plot twist is that the antagonists will be novel uh, compared to the current and recent world order. Wow. That's a really, so what do you think that looks like? Can you give me a country example? Why would China go to war? Uh, Oh, well, there you go. Spoiling the whole thing, but uh, I would not be surprised if this is finally the year we see India and China start flexing at each other in a real serious way. Yeah. Not along their own border, but somewhere else. And that's why I call it a brush foot brush. And you know, we'll get dragged right into that shit. (laughs) And that'll be another red and blue divide. I guarantee it. I guarantee that'll be another red and blue divide. Huh? Um, so predictions of the year, Aaron, um, my prediction of the year, uh, would will be that federal vaccine mandates will be legitimized in some way or another. Wow. Not successful, you're, but legitimized. Okay. You're you're more nihilistic than I am. I think the opposite. Just pessimistic. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. And, uh, and I'm not saying that they'll be embraced or anything like that. I'm saying that 
you know, whether it's the Supreme Court or Congress okay. or whatever, okay. they will be legitimized. Yeah, wasn't Sotomayor that awful, ugly little devil uh, saying something about COVID cases recently? Mm. Like just complete a complete lie, right? Yeah. Isn't that right? 16 yeah. million people have died what a, from COVID. What a, what a disgusting little goblin that freak is. I hate that little freak. So true. Um, Car Campit predictions for 2022. Mine's related to Aaron's. Uh, I, I think that um, we're going to see whether it's vac- vaccines, probably the most likely, but I think we're going to see, I think we're going to see the federal level, try to move a chess piece and they're going to over re- or they're going to overestimate their ability to move that chess piece or uh, move it into a dangerous territory. And I think my prediction is that we're going to see one or several States um, make a, uh, eyebrow raising move against the federal government, whether that be something like DeSantis nullifying OSHA's uh, over, you know, reach into Florida um, or some, something along those lines. I think you're going to see what will, what we will look back on in 10 years as a Rubicon moment. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't think that's unlikely either. It's going to happen one way or another because they're going to keep pushing until they're mm-hmm. told to stop. Yeah. I think, I think that's, that's what I'm looking at is that the federal government knows one direction and one, and one speed essentially. And yeah. I think that you're seeing States that are looking at their constituency and saying, I, I have no choice. I, especially with elections uh, this year, I have no choice. I have to represent my people or else I'm going to get canned. And so I think <laughs> yeah. that those two uh, opposing forces are going to create some kind of eyebrow raising moment where we're like, Oh shit. Okay. So state, the States are, are now understanding their uh, power, I guess, or whatever word you want to use for for it. Sovereignty. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, what are they going to do? They're going to do another civil war. This is not going to happen. They're just defeat. They have no power. Yeah. The federal government just does not have that kind of clout uh, at all. Yeah. I agree with you, Cara. I, I hope that happens, to be honest with you. I hope somebody draws a line in the sand that other people can follow because someone has to. Otherwise, nobody will do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. There and, has and to be one leader who does this. Exactly. Exactly. And and to, to put a finer point on it, too, I, the, the, I think the federal government could have that clout, but it's in soft ways. It's in it's in espionage. It's in that sort of thing. And I think things are moving too Funding. fast. Yes. <laughs> Funding. Well, yeah. And I think things are, press. I think things are moving too fast for that. I don't think yeah. that they have time to execute those kind of like uh, the, the you know subversion ops at, at yeah. this point. And I think that they're just moving chess pieces on the board rather than beneath the board, and that's creating an opportunity for people for other people to move chess pieces against them on the board rather than beneath. Yeah, I agree with you. Very astute, Car Camp. Very mm. astute. Well, there it is. That's the glueys of 2021, 2020. I don't remember how the the, the numbering goes. Well, there's well, your glue. So you named them 2022 <clears throat> earlier, but they're for 2021. The 2021 yeah. glue awards of the year, so on and so forth. We did it again, boys. We did it again. We, we got another year, another year in down. on podcasting. Are another year down, down, another year ahead of us. Um, you know, No I, indictments. I was, no indictments yet. No Nobody indictments. got arrested yet. I think uh, we were talking about this. Um, here's the last question I'll have for you. We had a little debate. Somebody asked us which one of the four of us dies being attacked by an alligator first if we move to Florida. Um, it's not me. I think it's not you for sure. You respect the gator. I don't. I do. I think that could be a goal for me is in 2022, I get into a fight with an alligator. No. I'd like that as a goal. That'd be cool. Um, yeah, right. I think it'd be we good for the we did an episode on um, like th- they did a uh, 
a poll on what animals people think they can they can take in That's a fight. That's correct. Yeah, and no. I think you were the most bullish. I was very bullish. <laughs> you were the most bullish. I was very bullish indeed. That's right. Well, listeners, thank you for attending. Um, all the listeners who won an award today, you're the best. We love you. Um, get out of the blue cities you live in and move to the south. Uh, and uh, what else did we learn? That's it. That's what we learned today. That's what we learned today. Carcampit, would you like to take us out maybe with a, a, a tune? Maybe you could sing us a song from Journey or something like that? <laughs> I'm not sure if I have the register or the range for that. But, uh, his, his mic's not set up for it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, there's a couple of the acoustics in the room are just not, I, I wouldn't want to. You should really you should really spring auto-tune on us one day. Yeah. You should maybe get some will. auto-tune. Uh, just turn the chipmunk voice back. Yeah, yeah, yeah get yeah. that chipmunk voice back. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, it's good to be. I mean, I, I'll say on a personal note, it's great to be back. Uh, uh, Love it. Podcasting with you, gentlemen, because it's been two weeks, and so like that that did feel weird. I don't know if anybody weird. else felt that. Especially I haven't bird, even like, been on for like four weeks or something yeah, it's like very that. Bizarre. Yeah. Uh, so it feels good to do that again, and uh, and and get everybody's look back at 2021, look forward to 2022. I'm very excited for what it will bring, both for the show and for all of us individually, and for uh, I don't know the country and the world. So. Um, I guess uh, with that, we'll return to our regularly scheduled shit show of a program uh, next week, next Wednesday. Happy Glueys, everyone. Until next week, keep two hands on the wheel. Two hands on the wheel. Squaw!